Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. This podcast, a portfolio approach to corporate social investment, describes how using a combination of social investment approaches as part of a well-managed portfolio can help corporates to maximise the benefits of their social investment activities to both their business and to society. The podcast is based on an original article by Nancy Tran of Social Ventures Australia. What you'll take away from this podcast is that adopting a combination of approaches in a corporate social investment portfolio can deliver their best results in terms of both business and social outcomes. Secondly, that maximising impact means that companies need to have clearly defined portfolio objectives and actively manage their portfolio to keep it aligned with those objectives. Finally, you'll pick up some suggested steps and frameworks for companies wanting to increase the impact of their social investment portfolio. Businesses in Australia and around the world are recognising that corporate social responsibility, or CSR, is a core part of business. In the recent 2016 Global CEO Survey by PwC, 64% of CEOs said that corporate social responsibility is core to their business rather than being a standalone program. In Australia, 89% of the respondents to last year's State of Shared Value Survey reported that their company's strategy explicitly included a social focus. Alongside this shift, is that corporates are increasingly improving their social and purpose strategies, seeking to achieve greater impact from their investments, adopt new approaches, and better understand the outcomes that their investments achieve. In recent articles for the SVA Quarterly, we have shared our perspectives on creating shared value, how corporate funders should manage the outcomes, and on the key trends and best practice in philanthropy. There are many ways to carry out corporate social investment, from the traditional philanthropy to shared value, all of which have their own benefits. So which approach should you adopt? We would say that the answer is that companies don't have to choose. A well-managed portfolio combining different approaches can deliver greater impact, support the generation of social and business value in different ways, and engage different stakeholders. In this podcast, we look at which combination of approaches should be pursued and how to get the most value out of them. One challenge that corporates face in advancing their social investment and community strategies is that there is an abundance of ways these days to be a socially responsible business. In the traditional philanthropy and CSR approach, businesses have long engaged in things like annual charitable donations, perhaps a local community grant program, and supported employee volunteering and fundraising initiatives. Many corporates nowadays are more targeted with their social investments, such as developing multi-year community partnerships which involve both funding and skilled volunteering, and catalyzing social innovations that aim to provide new ways to address social issues. The latter has been promoted by Mark Kramer as catalytic philanthropy, and other sector leaders have commented on the shift from CSR to CSR 2.0 and even CSR 3.0, which promote increasing integration of CSR with the business. But what has been most acclaimed in recent years is probably a shared value and its potential to address the most challenging social issues of our time by generating economic value in a way that also produces value for our society. 
What we think gets lost in all of this hype is the value of good old CSI 1.0 and traditional philanthropy. Traditional philanthropy has some general advantages. It is relatively easy to undertake, can be tax deductible, and requires less effort and commitment across the organisation. However, even simple philanthropy can also create a strong base for building a company's reputation and for engaging employees. Katerina Persink, who is head of the Toyota Community Foundation, believes that it is their local community and employee grant program which gets the most recognition internally. Despite Toyota's total community investments of approximately $2 million per year, she says that it's the $1,000 grants we give out which are the most satisfying part of the foundation to our employees. Toyota makes about $50,000 per year available to employee-nominated charities through one-off grants of up to $1,000. Putting practices old and new together, we have seen that corporate engagement in social issues generally falls within four categories. First up, traditional philanthropy. The key question in traditional philanthropy is which organisations and programs you should support and how much money you should give them. You would generally fund specific programs which may be spread across a range of social issues and typically you'll have many funding recipients receiving relatively small amounts in one-off grants. The second category is engaged philanthropy. Your key question here is how you can work with and support a small group of partners to deliver clear social impact and you'll generally partner with and provide multi-year funding to a few organisations who can use the funding for capacity building and strategic initiatives as they like rather than just funding specific programs. And those organisations will probably be working on a narrower set of community issues. The third category is catalytic philanthropy, where the aim is really to catalyse a campaign or come up with an innovation to achieve a measurable social impact. And rather than just providing funding, the company could take the lead in coordinating and promoting the campaign, collaborating with partners, and the focus will be on addressing a single systemic issue. Finally, the fourth category is shared value. The objective here is to design a business strategy that creates financial benefit to the company by addressing a social problem at the same time. These initiatives often involve the design of a new product or service or a change to the value chain and partnerships with community organisations or suppliers. Of these four approaches to corporate social engagement, we would think that no one approach is necessarily better than the others. Each approach can support the generation of social and business value in different ways and engage different stakeholders. Using two or more approaches together can deliver greater and a broader range of benefits. The more important question then is which combination of approaches should be pursued and how to get the most value out of them. In the 2015 State of Shared Value survey, 46% of companies responded that they were pursuing shared value or had done so sometime in the past. However, 54% were doing CSR, 39% philanthropy, 29% had a corporate foundation, 12% engaged in impact investing, and 5% were also doing something else. 60% of companies said that they did three or more of the above. Many corporates are managing a variety of programs and initiatives that aim to achieve a social good. Nathan Barker, who is the Executive Manager of Community Engagement at Commonwealth Bank, 
believes that having a range of approaches allows the company to broaden their stakeholders, form non-traditional alliances, and align diverse skill sets. We think that having a variety of strategies allows companies to, number one, appeal to different sets of stakeholders, two, achieve a broader set of social and business outcomes, three, diversify the risk in achieving the social and business outcomes, four, make use of a wider range of skill sets across the organisation, five, take advantage of different available opportunities to them, and finally, design complementary initiatives which increase the overall impact of the portfolio. However, a common challenge faced by these corporates is how to optimise and streamline the portfolio to ensure that what is included will deliver maximum value towards its social and business objectives. Having a well-managed portfolio means that the organisation needs to, firstly, have clearly, clearly defined social and business objectives for the portfolio, secondly, understand the type of value that each program or initiative delivers, who the stakeholders are, and how well it aligns with the defined social and business objectives. And three, actively manage the portfolio so that new investments most aligned with the objectives are introduced, ways to get more value out of existing investments are explored, and that legacy programs which are not aligned with the objectives are phased out. SVA has recently supported MySTATE Limited and the Commonwealth Bank in their community and corporate responsibility work and engage with the Toyota Community Foundation to understand their new portfolio strategy. Each currently invests in a range of programs and initiatives and is seeking to get greater alignment and impact from its portfolio. MySTATE Limited is a financial services institution with a long history of supporting the Tasmanian community. In addition to having a range of community sponsorships, the business supports staff volunteering and fundraising, branch donations, and works with the MySTATE Foundation to administer its annual community grant program. The grants program funds organisations delivering programs for young people in a range of areas up to the value of $10,000. Chris Thornton, GM of Product and Marketing, wanted the foundation and broader community engagement activities to be a far more integral part of MySTATE Limited's identity and purpose. SVA supported MySTATE to develop a new community strategy which articulates the social focus and business objectives and aims to deliver greater social impact by introducing more engaged philanthropy approaches to complement the traditional model. From 2016, MySTATE is planning to develop partnerships with key community organisations, providing them with multi-year funding towards addressing educational attainment and employment for young people facing disadvantage in Tasmania. The Toyota Community Foundation's portfolio currently includes traditional philanthropy approaches such as local council grants, employee-nominated community grants and matched employee donations, as well as a more engaged philanthropy model of partnerships which provide multi-year funding and capacity building to non-profit organisations. The partnerships are focused on three social issues that intersect with the business, road safety, education and the environment. In addition, the Toyota Production System Support Centre is a department within the business which provides pro bono support to non-profit organisations in process of improvement, leveraging the specialist expertise from Toyota's 50 years of auto making. Recognising the opportunity to create greater impact using Toyota's skills and expertise, 
the Foundation is also planning to introduce a Community Innovation Fund to develop projects addressing mobility by 2018. Katerina Persik, head of the Toyota Community Foundation, says that while their current grants program is hugely important for engaging the local community and employees, small grants and even partnerships with existing organisations will not, in fact, solve the problem. She says that Toyota is ready to invest in innovations and demonstration projects that will use their expertise to address social issues. Commonwealth Bank's corporate responsibility initiatives aim to improve the education outcomes of young Australians, enhance their financial well-being and enable future prosperity. Their portfolio spans community grants and partnerships, as well as more catalytic and shared value approaches aligned with their key focus of financial education. Start Smart is a financial education program run by CBA, offered to schools and vocational education students across Australia. The school banking program is also run through participating schools and helps kids to develop good savings habits as well as encourage regular deposits into savings accounts with the bank. Managing a broad portfolio, Nathan Barker, Executive Manager of Community Engagement, wanted to ensure that the whole portfolio is driving change and gain the confidence that they are investing appropriately and making good decisions. He also believes that outcomes measurement is critical to ensuring that their work is having the impact that they expect. SVA helped Commonwealth Bank to articulate the intended impact of their entire corporate responsibility portfolio using a logic model. We then developed an outcomes management framework to support the bank to track and illustrate the progress against their intended impact and a decision-making framework to guide their investment allocations within the portfolio. Commonwealth Bank is now using the frameworks to make strategic decisions to improve their impact and to ensure that they are investing responsibly for impact. Given the benefits and challenges of a portfolio approach, how can businesses go about it? Essentially, the principles that would apply to managing a social investment portfolio are the same as those used in managing a business portfolio. Each investment should be included based on its potential to achieve the defined social impact and business objectives, although the balance of social value versus, versus business value and the type of impact each investment is expected to contribute may differ from one investment to the other. What you want to avoid is having a wide variety of programs and activities without being really clear on each one's purpose. To do that, a range of frameworks and tools can provide some guidance on developing or streamlining a portfolio of corporate social investments. The following steps and examples may be useful for one, defining the social and business objectives of the portfolio, and two, managing for alignment of the initiatives with those objectives. Step one, towards defining the social and business objectives of a portfolio is getting clarity on the social purpose or what impact you want to have. One way to think about what social issue to focus on is by considering three questions. What does society need? What does our business need? And what are our capabilities towards addressing the social issue? These questions may be interpreted differently depending on the context. For example, the Origin Foundation focuses its investments on education. They arrived at this through considering employees' choice, social research, 
and the broad recognition that by contributing to better education outcomes through philanthropy, there will be intangible benefits to the business. The next step is to articulate the business motivations. There are numerous perspectives on how to codify a company's motivations for societal engagement. For example, the Global Committee Encouraging Corporate Philanthropy, or CECP, would highlight four categories. Enhancing employee engagement, building customer loyalty, managing downside risks to the company's reputation, and contributing to business innovation and growth opportunities. FSG, who are US-based consultants for social leaders, recommends three categories. Supporting community and causes, engaging key stakeholders, and incubating shared value. Additionally, all of these three motivations can potentially, potentially deliver a cross-cutting business benefit. Building the company's brand and reputation among consumers and key stakeholders. The Australian Centre for CSR has been tracking CSR practices, trends and capabilities in Australia through an annual survey since 2008. In 2016, they reported that, as in previous years, building stronger relationships with stakeholders remains the highest CSR priority for organisations. Step three is to get greater clarity on the approaches that you, as an organisation, are willing to take. Questions to think about here include, how risk averse are we as a business? Is there anything we won't invest in? And what do our stakeholders expect from us? It may be useful to consider the level of engagement and responsibility involved in each approach. For example, in traditional and engaged philanthropy, it's the grantees and partners that are responsible for the success of the investment. In a catalytic or shared value approach, this accountability lies with the organisation. Once the objectives and parameters are clear, an organisation can then understand how well a set of current initiatives aligns with them and streamline and improve their portfolio. Assessing the alignment of each initiative with the objectives could be as simple as putting up each initiative against each objective and ticking whether it aligns or doesn't align, or it could be a more detailed rating of how much they are aligned. For example, Westpac has a social impact assessment tool, which is an online tool that helps employees and the community to assess the, a potential initiative based on alignment with Westpac's social impact focus areas, as well as alignment with the company vision, business strategy, core business skills, and resources. Users of the tool can rate alignment with each criteria as none, low, medium or high. Once there is a way to score each initiative, they can be summarised and compared against each other. For example, we supported the Commonwealth Bank to develop a decision-making framework which included a way to prioritise the initiatives using a simple matrix, plotting the social value and business value of each initiative along two axes. To conclude this podcast, Corporates are wanting to be more strategic and to get more value out of their social investments. While there is a lot of recent interest in shared value and catalytic philanthropy, more traditional philanthropy and CSR remains important, and all of these approaches can work together alongside each other in a well-managed portfolio of social investments. What is most important when a business takes on a range of investments is that there are clearly defined social and business objectives, 
and clarity on how each program or initiative in the portfolio is aligned with those. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA quarterly site, www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash.